0: And we're back. Yes, sir. We promised. We promised and we did it. We're here. We're here. We're back. All right. See you guys later. All right. Later. (laughs) I reckon we really, we're going to start out with that's Josh. I'm Kenny. This is Random Ramblings. If we don't brand it this go around, you're going to forget who we are. That's true. Um, We took a break. An extended break, a very extended break, an unplanned extended break. Um, well, it wasn't planned at first. It wasn't planned for this length. Yes, it, it wasn't. It was not planned at first. What 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 happened was we we picked a day. We had a day all lined up, and yes. then I
1: think both of us had some random BS. I had a work I had a work conflict that appeared, and I was the only one who was able. And this did not trump that in their minds. No, no. So. Uh, <laughs> Which it doesn't surprise. Doesn't me at in our all.
0: minds either because we don't make money at this, this yet. <laughs> yeah. So anytime you guys want to
1: fix that, yeah.
0: <laughs> we would greatly appreciate it. Go fund us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and then it and it and it escalated because like the next week I was out of town, uh, which
1: yep. is that that's a commonality anywhere between March and like March. But anyway, well and, and I will admit, and I, I mentioned it kind of on social, um, I have had some health issues. Um I, I'm not a Afraid to talk about those. Um I I've dealt with reflux a lot um since my daughter was born or in the lead up to my daughter's birth. Uh for those of you that know the story, you know and understand. Um, and it's not just because I am a large individual. So (laughs) that's not a helpful factor in any means, but uh it reflux can very much be stress-induced. Um daughter was born, all is well, here we are two and a half years later. And I'm starting to have some pretty serious issues with it from time to time. Not every day. I'm on medication that keeps a lot of it in check. Um, finding certain moments where things are, uh, are not agreeing with me and what not agreeing with me feels like now that wasn't that way before is it has a very similar feel to a heart attack, uh, a lot of chest pain, a lot of tightness, a lot of it can be related to gas, um, but anybody that does any bit of online research will find out very quickly. Heart attack and reflux mirror similar symptoms minus what I'll call numbness in the left arm that most everybody is most commonly akin to to thinking, um, and then the crushing pain like somebody's squeezing your heart. Uh, that is not a thing, but discomfort across the neck, shoulders, chest, and upper back is common with both. Uh, so, been monitoring blood pressure and all of those things, all is well. Uh, however, it did reach a point where I made a Saturday afternoon trip to the ER, and uh, at that point we determined it was not just reflux, I have a bit of high blood pressure, which runs in my family, uh, kind of a matter of time, and my diet does not lend itself to Towards that, uh, those of you who may or may not be in the medical field, uh, 178 over 110 was what I was clocked at in the ER. Uh, you've got a little medical background. Where would you put that on the risk factor? I would have put you in the ER, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> so after matter of fact, as an EMT, would have rolled you straight back here and looked at a nurse and went him first. <laughs> well, that so... now I'm going to preface this by saying I was in and out of the ER in three hours. That's pretty good, to be perfectly honest. Actually, yes. And I'm going to give credit where credit is due to our hospital here because they catch a lot of flack for a lot of things. Um, They were very, very very, very easy to deal with. They were as streamlined as they could be. Uh, There were hiccups and everything. There's a lot of wait. I do have issue with their website and the former billboard that used to be in town that gave the estimated wait time. Not. Now, they were true to that number. There was no doubt in my mind they were true to that number. However, it's a bit of a ruse. That is a bit of a ruse in terms of time to seeing a doctor versus time to being seen. You walk in, you check in, depending on where you fall in line. And when I arrived, there were only six people there, some of whom had already been seen and were in process and whatever. So... I was triaged within the first five minutes, which is a visit to a nurse's station where they check your vitals and punch you in for all of the things that need to be done. So again, met the sign, met the expectation. However, I saw them in the first five minutes. I had blood work done right then. They Now, obviously, the labs have to run it. No harm, no foul. No problems with any of that at all. It takes time, and it's a hospital full of people. Not to mention everyone in the ER that is looking for the same thing that may have come in by bus or come in off the street. So I expect to wait. This is where I give kudos. I was out the door in three hours. There's the positive. My issue is I was never put in the back. I spent the entire three hours in the waiting room waiting for results. I finally get called back to see the doctor. I'm called back into the triage room where the nurses are. And they go, oh, no, you go through here. And the doctor will be with you shortly. I walk towards the door only to get all but T-boned by the doctor who opens the door for me to walk into my room. (laughs) Except it's not a room. It's their break room with a spare table in it. I never got on a table for an examination. I sat in a chair. Like an office chair like the one you're sitting in right now. I don't mind this. I'm not one of those people that's bothered by that statement. It also does lend itself to the fact that ER docs are there to dine and dash, if you will. Um, He was nice enough to listen to my description. But at the end of the day, he had already formulated what his problem was. And he was already formulated what had been done. He'd already written the prescription. He just pulled out of his pocket and handed it to me. I kind of have a little bit of issue with that, but he's the doctor. I'm just me with Google. <laughs> so well, I own that. that.
0: That's kind of his job. Yes. Get you in, get you seen, get tend to you for the acute. Uh, and in the medical term, acute means sudden onset thereof. Um, had he been concerned that there was a major issue going on, you would have been in a bed. You would have been hooked up to machinery. Uh, and you and you would have progressed, but what he saw was undiagnosed, untended to hypertension, and yep made made the did what he needed to do. Hand you yes. a prescription, go get this right now, and then you need to see your regular
1: doctor. Right, I, I would imagine that come out of his mouth pretty quick too. Um, it actually no, <laughs> really, he, he did not. He he hit me with the other and gave me thirty days of it and wished me well. Um, now again, wow, I think. I will say this was probably on the objective side because I had already seen my primary care person in the we, in the lead up to this ER trip right, trying right. to sort this out. I think he assumed that that was going to be a thing because I had been thorough enough up to this point. So I don't necessarily fault him for not saying it because I think it was somewhat inferred based off of my history. So... I'll take that idea and give him a pass. Um, But since that time, uh, I have had, (laughs) I I do want to share, and it continues in the storyline. I follow up with my primary care physician. She has told me that she is framing my ER report. I don't feel like this is a funny thing, but she and I have a really good rapport you you would like her. She could do this podcast with us. It's that kind of funny. And she goes, what do you see on this report? And I said, I don't understand medical jargon. And she goes, oh, no, I highlighted it. She's giggling as she's telling me this. So she hands me the paper. I tested positive for something while I was there. Something that I didn't realize was a positive test. I didn't realize this was something I could contract. This is why it's funny to her. She doesn't know if there's an error that was went into the keying of the issue or if they saw something, but it wasn't listed anywhere else. I tested positive for flatulence. Nice. Now, nice. That's, now, that's awesome. I would like to offer at no point... During my triage or visit with the doctor, did I either belch or cut yon cheese? And so this entire thing is complete. Like there is no basis for this at all. It's completely off the reservation. I mentioned nothing about gas, nothing at all. Now, I had a chest x-ray. If there was an abundance of reflux gas there, which... Again, can be known to cause some of the discomfort that I've dealt with. That's fine. No one at the hospital said that at all. She was under the can't impression look at you right now. No, I know you can't. <laughs> she is a medical professional, a medical professional, and she goes, "I didn't know that was something you could test for because we all have it." Like, was it? Because she asked me. She goes, "I'm gonna not use medical terms. Did you fart in the nurses' station?" And I said no. And she goes, not at all. I said, no. She said, okay. I now have another reason to frame this. I'll have you know, we know you around this office now. And I went, everybody marked this day in history. There are
0: abundance of fart jokes I could be having right now. Yeah. And I am behaving myself.
1: It's just, I don't want things. to behave
0: my myself, but I'm behaving myself. So, you <laughs> we, know, on, On that on that note, I I had my most recent visit with the pulmonologist for sleep Uh apnea, and of course, one of the one I had this during all of that too. One of the questions is always, you know, any gas, any any reflux, any you know, because there's there's a lot that. That can contribute to a lot of different things, yes. or be a sign of a lot of different things. And I, I give my 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 usual common answer is like only when tacos are involved. And, <laughs> and he just he just laughs. He goes, "Yeah, same." <laughs> it's yeah. like you know because there's certain foods that that that
1: I eat. You see G as well, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's right. a lot of fun. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's a lot of fun. See, I I actually I, I, grew up in the same neighborhood as, that's, as his kids, so we have a rapport. That's my thing <laughs> with like. Where I work, we have a clinic, and I can move
0: all of my stuff there. It would not cost me anything out of pocket pretty much for anything, and is absolutely wonderful. Problem number one, the the lead practitioner is family, and there's tests that I don't want that person doing. Uh, problem number two is I actually like, right. (laughs) I actually like my practitioners. I've I've gone through great lengths to find practitioners and doctors and that, that I like. And I, I actually enjoy my visits and have a rapport with, and it's like, and my wife's like, you could be saving. And I'm like, but, but at the end of the day, if I'm going to be nervous because I got a family member about to, to do a DOT physical, um, I don't, I, that's not going to help my blood pressure at all. <laughs> it's like... But oh. I mean, I use the clinic for sick visits. But you know, sick visits—you don't have to. You're not anywhere near my scrotum, so that's that's a good thing. I think my favorite part
1: is you and I were thinking of very different tests.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't do the digit test for DOT. They they can care less. So they're different. Checking, different. Type of yeah, they're oil checking change. for a hernia, not a, <laughs> no oil changes. Yes, yeah, they're not. <laughs>
1: They're not checking the transmission fluid. <laughs> so just to uh, to lay it out there a, a bit after, uh, I've now had several procedures, or not procedures, but tests that I've never done before. So I've lived through several new experiences. Uh, I've had a lung CT that found a problem in my liver. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh, I also, during this stretch, had a visit with my pulmonologist, uh, who happens to be the same guy. You're just one far away from falling apart. Apparently, I am. Uh, I'm like Humpty Dumpty with a bad case of gas here. Um, So I go to my pulmonologist. We're not having eggs for lunch. No, no. No, we're not. No, we are not. Uh, Visit the pulmonologist for my yearly. We have a good conversation. I take my ER report to him, and I go, so there's a particular line that's highlighted and he goes, I saw that there's, there's a, there's a noticeable like pregnant pause. And I'm like, you ever had anybody die? And he cut me off. He goes, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> uh, then he realized who my primary care person was. And he goes, okay. So she set you up for the, the lung CT. Here's the deal. If that doesn't come back clean based off what she sees, I see the same thing on this list. I'm not concerned because of your size. And he gave me the whole rundown. He goes, however, she has a thoracic background. Good news. If she doesn't like something, we get to hang out again. (laughs) He said, but I'm going to make a note and send it to her that you and I've already talked. We've seen the report. So even if something does come up funky, you're, it'll be, you know, we're, we're ahead of the curve. You're, you're an appointment ahead because of convenience in a year's time. Um, I have had my first visit with a cardiologist. Uh, that was interesting, but not bad. I've got some additional testing that will be taking place. Uh, it's it's workout time, boys and girls. It's, it's stress test time, which is not a shock to me. Um, I figured that would be coming anyway. Uh, you don't normally make a visit to a cardiologist to set up a first appointment unless there's something going on. So uh, I've got couple of couple of tests, stress test and an uh, echocardiogram. So it'll be the closest I get to uh, being a pregnant mother, and uh, I get to have my chest <laughs> ultrasound. <laughs> I get to this is the closest I'm going to get to having that gel or a reason for the gel. What's going to be, gonna
0: be fun is when when we come back and do this again, and I'm and dead. this is all done and over with because I've been through a
1: stress test. And, um, it, I've already started walking more regularly. Well, it's,
0: it's not that, um, these tests that you're, Mm -hmm. you're discussing, you're going to get to see a lot of it on the monitor. You're going to be out of breath and laying on your side and wondering why the fuck you're alive. But some of this stuff is actually kind of cool. I can't wait for your, yeah your, your take on it. Uh, I, I did a stress test at the behest of, of a doctor because of my blood pressure and I did it. I think I was around about 40 years old, but that's when we were building the house and I was under a lot of stress and everything. And I mean, I passed my stress test with flying colors. Cardiologist looked at me and goes, I'm not real sure why you're here. And I told him, I'm like, I've got a practitioner that's being a little bit overly cautious. This is all, this is what's going on in my life. And I'm kind of under some duress. And she just wanted to make sure that, that everything was fine. But the whole time that I was watching monitors and stuff, I'm like, this is just so freaking cool. Right.
1: So and so it, I feel like I'm going to kind of be in some of that same thing. I'm going to have that that whole Iron Man, we can't rebuild him. Yeah, kind of right. Thing. <laughs> and so I get, I get some of that. And now I can also tell you this at going into the testing phase, which will happen over the next month or so. Um, the doctor had already, the cardiologist has already told me, he goes... I believe we are in preventative mode. This is not going to be anything. My goal is to get you away from the medication. He, he said, I don't think there is an issue. We will do these tests to rule out anything chaotic. Uh, but based on your description, the reporting that I've seen, the blood work that's been done, you don't have any of the risk factors other than hereditary, diet, and body mass. And he goes, so to me, we are in preventative mode. It's just preventative mode. He goes, so these tests are routine. They're normal. Don't freak out. And I said, for what it's worth, I had pretty much read into what these tests were going to look like. So freak out is not on my radar either. And he goes, great, no problem. I get to the nurse who's scheduling everything and she goes, that stress test is going to suck. And I went, I mean, he he asked me if I could just walk for six consecutive minutes. And she goes, ha, liar. And I went, you know, you work for him, right? And she goes, Yeah. I can still have an opinion. I know what he did to me. And I went, isn't this an HR conversation? And she died. She was, she was done. She was laughing. And she goes, no, no, no. As far as, as far as your doctor goes. And when it comes to me having a stress test, because she has a pre existing condition where she is one of his patients, she says, he is under the impression that even though he sees me walk into a room perfectly fine and around the hallways, my legs are broken. And I went, I don't need you to explain that. She goes, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that again. I am in decent shape. I walk, I run, I jog. I am not doing that again. She said, he probably didn't tell you this. They give you a chemical alternative where you don't have to get out of a chair for a set amount of time. And I went, how does that work? She goes, yeah, they give you a chemical to raise your heart rate and then they chase it with something else to get you back to normal. And I went, I'm not sure I'm okay with an adrenaline dump just for a test. I'd rather just look overweight (laughs) than be chemically induced into stress. Why don't they just put a monitor on me and come to work? I mean, this is, her her take is very odd to me. Oh, I'm about to get a dose of knowledge here. She's spot on. (laughs) I... I trusted I, her am conviction. Gonna,
0: I am going to I am going to, to, to move I am going to end this part of it with what you deem walking for six solid minutes and what they're going to want to see you do are polar opposites. Okay.
1: That's fine. I I'm prepared now, for you, this.
0: And you know how fast I walk and you know yes. that I and, and I, I am more regular about it than I was all those years ago.
1: I told you that's why I've already started doing more.
0: But to, to by to, the by the time they went, okay, that's enough, I was in trot. Got uh, it. Because that's what they want. Since I walk and I walk on a regular basis because I enjoy it, I was able to walk faster and faster. To get me under the amount of stress that they needed me to be under, I had to damn near run.
1: So I'm so going to tell them I'm a couch potato so but going be training really for, hard for the next couple of weeks. Six,
0: <laughs> for six minutes, they're going to, oh, they're see, that's the thing. They can see. They're watching. You're going to be hooked up. It's like She's a monitoring. Detector test, but for Yes, it's one of those cases of, like, I, my sister jogs. She jogs about five miles a day. If she were to do a stress test, she'd have to jog for six minutes because it would take that to get her heart rate up. You're a big guy. You walk, you're active. Doesn't mean that in the first six minutes, a little stroll around the track at the Y is going to get your heart rate up where they want to see it. They want to push your heart to its limit. That is why it's called a stress test.
1: No, no, I get all of that. and I, I am. You're going to hate life
0: because while your heart's going, they're going to lay you on your side and then put the gel on you. You're not going to experience any of this. You're going to be so damn glad to sit back upright and catch your breath. You're not going to know what
1: to do. Got it. Well, and I say most of this with the best of intentions because I don't want to freak out about it. I just my hope is I don't fall and have everything rip off of me and there's no body here left. <laughs> Cuz I'm going to tell you what. I'm not 40-year-old I, virgin bad, with, but uh if if the, if it all falls with, and gets ripped off, it's not pleasant.
0: With all of with all, all of this being said, uh first off, uh, they're going to have to shave spots to get everything to stick because you're going to sweat. And the pads do not stick to the hair. Uh, I cannot tell you how many times I've had to be hooked up to that machine and they've had to break out a razor. Um, awesome. And it's it's hilarious. You're going to come away looking like you got mange. Uh, but, <laughs> what a great... What a great... But there's no need to stress. This was me going into it. There's no need to stress because you're in a cardiologist... Office. If you have a heart attack while doing the stress test, you're where you need to be. I'm even
1: safer. I'm getting it done at the hospital. See, there you go. <laughs> Both of my tests. You're were just a the gurney hospital.
0: ride down. You're just a gurney ride away from where you need the, to be. The challenges
1: are going to need, and you're going to get in the
0: him. ER, and they're going to pull it back and go, "Well, damn! Not only has he got flatulence, but he's got mange." <laughs> we just need to take him outside, and let him walk. <laughs> he ate a chicken bone. <laughs> so I, I, again, I'm anyway. saying all of this
1: with with the most upbeat of nature in the grand scheme of things. I, I, the fact that we're all of my medical professionals in different settings are all leaning in the same direction. Uh, I'm trying to make some dietary changes, some more direct dietary changes. Uh, and then of course trying to do more walking. Now I will say that to say this, I am now at a, an appropriate weight that I can actually use the treadmill that we have at the house um, I had bought it for my wife. She had asked for it for her birthday, and she uses it all the time. Uh, but I did not meet the weight limit because I'm very conscious of that because I don't want to buy another one. <laughs> um, but I have lost north of 30 pounds now and um, am continuing to do so. And I, I, it's all steps in the right direction. And, and I appreciate my, my cardiologist's honesty in going, you know, 50% of this battle is being aware and starting the process. The fact that you're coming to me already down the road is great. We just need to put our and foot on the gas.
0: Add in that you're you're making lifestyle changes and avoiding fad diets. And mm-hmm. I, I say it like that because there's a lot of things out there and there's a whole long list. And once you start one of those, you must stay on it for the rest of your life. If you want to still enjoy the foods that you enjoy and mm-hmm. you love to barbecue and cook, you have to make lifestyle changes. You have to... One of the hardest things for me is is learning to not go back. Yep. Uh, eating one instead of two. It, it's it's That's been very difficult for me because when I find something that's got a flavor profile that I love, I am the I want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If you've ever watched me eat... If you ever watched me eat a snowstorm from from the Cow Princess, you'll uh you'll understand because I actually cherish it. It's like mm-hmm. every bite is an experience, and it will take. I actually it takes longer for me to eat ice cream than it does for me to eat a meal because I very much so enjoy, but I also don't allow myself ice cream daily, weekly. It's like a once a month, once a month treat
1: for me. So I've currently found two things that caused me great ire in terms of flare-ups and a lot of this has come through unfortunate experimentation and then going ugh, what caused this this is really going to hurt some of my barbecue because pork seems to be one that's really from a sodium perspective even if you just throw it on there plain with no binder no seasoning Pork naturally carries more sodium than your other red meats, chickens, and seafood. Um, And that has been not the root cause, because there are plenty of other things that could do it. That is a product that has been steadily in play when my flare-ups have happened. It's not an allergic reaction, because I don't get sick or nauseous or anything like that. I get my token reflux right. responses and it's based more around pork. Now, there are some other things like the chicken from the uh the lord's chicken is another one because a lot of their um preparation methods right. include a dip in pickle juice. As for the uh, for the fillets and things that go on the sandwiches, that's another one that will set me off quick fast and in a hurry uh so for me that's those are two that are unfortunate because i've really adapted to a barbecue lifestyle <laughs> and enjoying it so i'm gonna have to find ways to generate it And don't worry i promise i will not smoke ahead of cauliflower i will sell the smoker first
0: there's um, ways around it and oh, there's, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. also the whole cutting back figuring out which cut does you better whether or yep. not you need to soak it which rub has less sodium in it. You know, it, it there there's there's a long list of studying. Oh yeah. That that you can do on um, which is that and that's currently where I am with with my doctor as far as the weight's concerned. It's like I've I've started doing this 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 and this. And he's like that's great. That that's the kind of things I want to hear. And he doesn't necessarily mention the weight because he knows I wanted to make lifestyle changes. Right. He knows I wanted something that was going to be long lasting. And he actually will ask. So, we we down to two slices of pizza yet? No, no, we're not, but we are down to like one one helping of tacos. And he's like, "Hey, changes are good." He uh, and 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 he just kind of laughs, and and I'm like, you know, at least you get it. But he and I converse, we we talk, and he listens, and which is why I don't want to change because you get so many of them that are like, you're fat, you need to change, you just got you go on this diet. So that was the and problem. They, they hand you this thing, and it's like. I go to reading the diet, and it's like, no. Now, I don't like half of this stuff. You need to broaden your horizons. Let me tell you what I do like to eat. And typically, when I get done telling people the, the number of vegetables that I like to eat, they look at my waistline and look back at me and go, why are you fat? All right, first of all, I love a, a wide variety of vegetables. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I like for those vegetables to be served with a fucking piece of meat. Right. The problem is, is not only am I going to go back for more of the vegetable, I'm going to get another slice of the meat,
1: right? And that and that's been the thing for me that has been the the best challenge for me in in part of this. Uh, I think we talked about it, and and you guys will have to forgive me. It's been a minute, uh, but I started doing intermittent fasting, and it's really working for me. That yeah, was like, like I said, one of our last. I'm down, like I said. 30, I think last check I'm at 35, 35 pounds down. I'm, I'm
0: intermittent on the intermittent fast. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I actually I went back to weightlifting.
1: Right, uh, and that's that's one of the pieces
0: of advice my, I've been given. My buddy that that got me started on that, which and I don't like doing that by myself. No. I, I'm not oh, there's a safety issues
1: there. Well, yeah. Well, they Depending got on mach- what you're
0: using. they've got machines where you can get around that. It's just a I guess what I I need the person in my ear going one more one more one more. I need somebody over there going hey let's let's add another 5 pounds. I need that and and our little two-person weightlifting crew got back started and then a couple other guys at work were like hey I don't like lifting by myself either. So we're all at the same gym now and it's four of us and it's a great time. Right. And I just realized when I was telling my doctor, I was back to weightlifting. He started asking me what I, what poundage I was lifting where I made this big joke about, Oh, we got one guy. He's the secretary. He keeps up with all of that. What I didn't realize was we are kind of letting one person handle it, Mm -hmm. which is fine. If I, if I get there and I try and I can't really get a decent amount of reps out, we pull weight off. All right. And then you kind of learn in your head, oh, that one's got to come back off for me to do blah, blah, blah. And then you start challenging yourself with, wait, if you can do it, I can do it. Uh, so I that's I kind of need that. Natural competition is a thing. The, the cardio, you, you want me to walk? Okay, fine. Bye. See you later. Oh, you want to walk with me? God. All right. You know, it's, it's. I mean, right. I and I enjoy having company for that, too, uh, because I know he's listening and he's going to be like, well, if you want to walk with me, but <laughs> well, like if I do,
1: do here at the podcast, we talk about our health and our improvements and fuck that guy. Yeah, but, <laughs> but <laughs> it's kidding. one of
0: those, it's one of those a lot of times that's like mowing grass. That's when I'm going to be in my head. That's when I'm going right. to, and I mean, I can walk off stress. I have hit the trail pissed off and come back wondering why I was mad, Uh but it's easy to do. The weightlifting part is a lot of fun, but it's more fun to me with the group. And see, now that there's four of us, if there is a scheduling conflict, and we do use those two words together a lot, we we can still go. It's it's, it's not one of those, I walk you. through the gym door going, eh, I don't want to do this. Right. Uh, so it that with dietary changes, now here's the thing. The weightlifting is actually going to increase my resting metabolism. Even at 53 years old, people, that will happen. Now, fun fact, I started weightlifting. I got on the intermittent fasting. I was watching my calorie count and everything. And then I woke up one day hungry enough to eat sheetrock. And that's a that's been a whole nother thing. I've done some research and it's like, all right, you're doing all this weightlifting and everything, even at your age, it's going to produce an appetite. Yeah. For certain things, and that's why this morning, all I wanted was a freaking chicken biscuit. Well, I've, I, I'm at this point now. If that's all I've been thinking about for two hours, I, that needs to be what I need to eat, right? Uh, because you know, and, and chicken is one of your, Don't your eat better a rice cake, right? Chicken is <laughs> one of your better protein sources, right. but it anyway, it you got to. It's hard to do. It's easier to put it on. And not all of us have the same metabolism, mm-hmm. so it, it you know you could you could start eating one sandwich and a smaller bag of chips and lose a hundred pounds, whereas I may have to eat just the sandwich and leave the chips alone and only drink a milkshake for supper and lose twenty pounds. Right. Uh, everybody's different. You got to figure out what works for you, and you've got a you've got a big thing going. And this, folks, is why the break got extended. <laughs> well. Josh needed some time to get his get everything together, yeah. and
1: then of course, my camping schedule i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make well, it I'm not gonna make it out like it's all your fault but no 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 and it, it, and i at no point was I trying to fall on that sword there. I would just rather w- we give you guys well a we talk about this we what we
0: do we use scheduling conflict as a way to keep our private lives private, but some of this stuff is stuff we want to talk about anyway, so well, why not bring it up
1: and I know some of the people that are that are listening um, already are aware. Um, like I, I know a couple of buddies that I talk with on a routine basis, um, are, are already well aware. So this is not news to them by any means. Uh, but it's just one of those things where there are enough of you guys that we give enough of a glimpse into what we do. Um, I'm not necessarily ashamed of it. Because I am who I am, I have created the monster with which I I have to live with. I don't mind it. We're friends. I don't. I, I'm not bothered by it. Uh, but it's one of those things where a week or two here. I I had a stomach bug. We can't do it today. You know, scheduling conflict is fine. But at this level of hiatus, this is not something that I'm embarrassed by yeah, and the, it's this something also, that i'm embracing and it's already an evolution for me also uh that yogurt replacing sugar has been huge for me if those of you have gross i just wipe the sugar out
0: i say that and there's a lot of people that's gonna be like i saw you eat a honey bun the other day i got news when for you. i say i wipe the sugar out i mean i quit drinking sodas on a daily basis i took the sugar out of my tea i took the sugar out of my coffee It doesn't, and I did that because I do like honey buns, and I do want a Swiss roll, and I I do want a piece of your birthday cake. You know, it's like. Well, but but
1: for me, it wasn't so much the removal of, see, that's the thing. I'm already on the clear liquid in the plastic bottle, so I didn't get that safety net, because that's. The easiest way to lose fifteen pounds, and, and I'm no, I'm no expert by any means, but they always tell you get rid of the sodas because that's what we go to sodas, energy drinks, sweet. Well, tea A lot for of y'all people don't South.
0: realize. I mean, I was I was downing two or three gallons of sweet tea a day on top of two or three Mountain Dews, and really had no clue no how, how much sugar
1: test. was going in my body. Right. Uh, well, see, chicken, now I drink that my, chicken biscuit you had this morning had a fair amount of sugar in it, yeah. even though it was a savory item. Yeah, well, it was cuz it was deep fried. I didn't get the grilled one. I mean, Why? Jesus, I'm from the South. No, I'm just saying the biscuits got sugar in it. Yeah. The batter's got sugar in it. I just It's just one of those things. That's it's, where
0: I'm I, I've actually been having that conversation with another person I know um they're they're battling and it's a, it's a genetic thing too. They're they're battling high glucose levels and it's like I took all the sugar out. I'm like, "No, because that's got sugar in it. That's got sugar in it. That's got sugar in it." So don't say you took all the sugar out. Because you didn't take all the sugar out, taking all of it out and, is bad. Well, it you can't. You've
1: got to have. It's got to be
0: some. Um, but what I'm talking about is that particular person wasn't reading the labels yeah. and going, "Oh shit, this 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 bar does have you know 75 grams of sugar in it or whatever." And I realize that's over the top, but uh, you know, you don't realize a, a lot of people don't realize they as they're they As they're throwing, <laughs> as they're throwing the ketchup down on the fries, a lot of people don't realize there's a
1: fair amount of sugar in ketchup. I will tell you this. Now, for those that are, and I am a big detractor of this since you brought up ketchup, it is really easy for people to go, well, sugar-free stuff doesn't taste the same. I can tell you right now, there is one particular ketchup company who also could be confused with outdoor hunting of livestock. Their sugar-free ketchup tastes just like the other. Yeah. Take that from a fat guy who's trying to cut out sugar. That was the biggest change and the making that change for me has been so successful because I can now have that with my fries because I was I sat there and went, mm-hmm. I don't want fries anymore. You know the other can't have ketchup fries The other anymore.
0: thing you can do is a tip from the WW group. Dip your fork, not your food. Yes,
1: they do that a lot in salad dressing. That's uh, because very and, and,
0: this, and you and I have actually had this talk about, and I know you hate the word steak sauce, you and I have had oh. this talk before. Sometimes it's about the taste of the condiment, not whether or not the food needs Correct. the condiment. So if you dip your fork and then go for your food,
1: you're going to get that taste and you're going to get it in, in levels. Yep. I, I will say this. I am one of those people that... Uh, French fries by themselves are a problem. I, I French fries to me, I have been ingrained in my lifetime. There are very few fries that don't need something. Now there are, there are a couple, you know, there one are of, some, some of the, one of the things
0: that I've actually worked on was like dipping one and then eating one. You know what I mean? Cause, cause oh. I am a one fry at a time kind of person. I rarely do. I grab a handful of fries. Um, uh, Yes. Good it, luck
1: with that at the giant cowboy roast beef house if, with the curly. Well yeah, well I
0: mean Jesus, you, that's a half a potato.
1: Well you <laughs> but, never eat your meal.
0: But I if I'm if I'm fingering it, oh God, that was not good. If uh, I'm gonna Jellico. eat my food with my fingers <laughs> woo, back to that test. If I'm gonna if, <laughs> if I'm gonna eat the french fries without a uh, a a piece of equipment well fork. Jesus Christ Kenny you're not going to dig your way out of the hole just stay in there. Uh go All ahead the way to the do elbow. it. <laughs> I mean elbow <laughs> deep why not? <laughs> but anyway, I to cut down on the God. amount of, to cut down on the amount of, of ketchup, right? <laughs> to cut down on the amount of ketchup though, it's like dip one and then just eat one or two without yeah. it. And like when we do wings at home I'm preferring to dip in the sauce instead of coating the wing in the sauce.
1: I'm very much that way anyway. When
0: I do wings out where they do toss them in in the sauce, I use the ranch as a cooling agent so I don't dip every wing in the ranch. I don't dip every bite in the ranch. And that does actually, believe it or not, cut out some of the sugar. Anytime you lessen the amount and get closer to the...
1: Serving size, which, by the way, some of these serving sizes are bullshit, people. I I would love to know what toothpick eats like that. Like, I'm convinced that only people that have eating disorders can eat like that. And that's not that I'm making fun of anyone who has an eating disorder, and I wouldn't say that. But who I can, sits down and, and eats
0: one chip? I was fixing to say, I can't I can't eat two Oreos and, and go on about life. How, I don't know how. How
1: can a fun sized like, bag of chips... Have multiple serving sizes.
0: Right. It's like, it's, well, crap. you come at me with the itty bitty bag, and I call it the itty itty, itty bitty bag, and everybody's like, "Well, that's
1: a single serving bag." Fuck you. <laughs> that's a single serving bag for a two year old. Look, if I have to go to a two thousand calorie a day diet, do you know realize I'm going to live my life on a hundred calorie if packets? Because I, I know I can eat twenty. If I if I have to. <laughs>
0: At, at the at the calorie count that I need to be at, the first the first few weeks, I got a lot of points from a lot of people, and I gave out a lot of points to a lot of people because I was a very very aggravated individual. Which, by the way, folks, if you didn't see it on Facebook, I got a point.
1: We will get into that
0: <laughs> eventually. Time.
1: Yeah, because we have another half. Of- and we did.
0: We we actually promised ourselves. We talked about a bunch of stuff during the hiatus because Josh and I didn't yes. just quit hanging out. Uh, we talked about a bunch of stuff during the hiatus, and one of them is you're not going to be getting a lot of hour and fifteen minute podcast because we're we, we want to try to stay to one or two subject matters and be done with it. Uh, the, we still will be random, so it's going to be, be very started. random. <laughs> but we also talked about making our first one back, telling you guys everything that was going on. Absolutely. Uh, and and that's what it, it it started with a work conflict, and then a then a trip conflict, and then. The, the medical issue started popping up and it just turned into one of those. It was starting to be stressful to try to get in here and get some recording done. And we just decided, you know what, we need to back away for a little bit yep. and let's talk about some regrouping and some, and some redoing and see where we need to go. Yeah. And, and that being said, Josh has actually made his way through all of this very elegantly. Not really,
1: but you know, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it, I realized this has been more, Central focus on me and I appreciate the platform for sure. Um, I think in and since Somebody out there the, might need to hear this.
0: Well, and that's I mean there might be somebody out there that's 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 kind burping of burping after every bite yes. of a peanut butter sandwich going is there some there this this can't be the way it normally is. So, put, and that's
1: part of what we use this for. I'll put it to you like this. And and you could take this to the bank knowing that I am a guy that the, the pre and we've talked about this too, That the doctor that was my primary care physician through early adulthood, college, things like that. Same doctor as my parents. Um, I got, well, you're healthy, except you're on the bigger side, so get that sorted out. Well, if that was all I was going to get, why am I wasting a day trying to go and see this guy? Right, right. So I quit going, and then I have the issues with the, the stress that came with uh, the, the impending birth, or <laughs> what could have not been, of my daughter, and my parents have a new practitioner and my mom encouraged and encouraged. And she goes, please go see her. It will change your, it, it, it will reset you. It's been long enough. It's re- This She will reset. I have found my person. I am the biggest fan of her. Not only does she not pull punches, she does it in a relatable manner. And while my size is an issue She appreciates it because she used to be large. She is not now. She is in phenomenal shape. She got rid of all of it, and my favorite is her rationale for it. And I know you guys have heard me say this too. She said, I used to be fat once, but I married a really hot husband, and I can't run the risk of him leaving. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you can say that in a patient room and have a conversation, I don't have any... The other thing... Guys, you don't have to go to the doctor's office anymore. And I don't mean telehealth. Once you've gone in and gotten a baseline, if something doesn't feel right, you could go to Doc in a Box, be my guest. Whatever makes you feel right. My practitioner, while not necessarily instantaneous, once you have them set up on your profile through at least the network that we have here in town, I can send them a message, and they get messages throughout the day. Sometimes she'll check it at lunch. Sometimes she'll check them before she goes home after her last appointment for the day. Some hey, this doesn't feel right. I'll I'll shoot you a prescription for this if it's something like that. There, it it's becoming it's becoming more than life in a waiting room, and I'm super appreciative. Now, not all docs are that way. The cardiologist in interested in any of that because I asked. I said, what if I had a question? Call him, and I went. But what about call him? That's fine. My hope is I don't have that problem, but I'll call him if I need him. To have my practitioner available by message when it's convenient for both of us, hey, here's what I'm thinking. What do you think? She's also said, if it's like that, don't think ER. That's that's one of the fun parts about having
0: this clinic through work. I can call and they'll go, oh, well, we can work you in after you get off. Okay. Or I can call and they're like, um, you need to come on right, and because it's through work, from there, all I need to do is make a phone call. You know, hey, Mr. Supervisor, I've called the clinic. this is going on they they want me to come on now, well, because they're just gonna fax the notes over right it it's really it it takes a lot of the complicatedness out of a sick visit, yeah, but like with my with my practitioner that I see. I actually look forward to those visits.
1: Absolutely. I. There's uh, no white coat syndrome for me at all. Having
0: having somebody that'll actually listen, talk, discuss, it's awesome. Uh, because most of them just want to, to chastise you and move forward. And, you know, if you're an MD and you're listening to this, listen to yourself when you talk to your patients. I, I'm and,
1: not, going and I'm going to go there, and
0: I, I I will go there because I I well I've worked for an MD. And no, 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 I hear you. Know, you. They, I hear you. They some of them some of them some of them. I'm going to say that one more time. Some of them go through the door thinking that because they've seen your lab results, they know everything that's going on with you. And I've had MDs look at me and go, No, no, you're not walking. I can tell you're not walking. All right, bastard. I don't have to come back in here anymore. And you know, it's like you. You you might be a person mechanic, but you're not a mechanic. I can tell you what's going on. If you look at my test results and you don't think I'm walking, then we need to discuss why walking's not working. Don't look at me and go, No, you're not walking.
1: Well, and that's and that's the thing. I, I don't I can see this at any any profession. It matters not what the profession is whether it's retail, whether it's the public sector, whether it's radio like me, or even in your sector as local government, you get so used to, or you, you, you are easily capable of losing the human element because it's the same crap every day. That could be any job in the world. Oh, yeah. But I would encourage doctors and retail as well that not all of us do this every day.
0: He, he said concerned. retail, so when I end this, it's going to be perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, I'm just I'm just saying... You're right. You're right. Bedside but manner you know, is important the, because every situation is different. The, I may not be scared. The next person may be scared shitless. The,
0: I was just fixing to say, the fun fact of all of this and, and, and this being our platforms, I could say what the hell I want to, but True. it's a reminder. Yeah. You've got to... I mean, at one point in time my whole family was seeing the same practitioner. And I realized one day that practitioner was talking about me with another family member and diagnosing me for stuff based on, and I'm like, wrong. Right. And that practitioner's phenomenal. But for them, because we were all going to them, everything melded together. Right. They could remember bits and pieces of conversations and thought it was something that they had with me when it really wasn't. So when I changed practitioners, when I went looking for someone new, one of the things I, I, I looked my wife dead square in the face. She come, I come home she goes, so what do you think? I like it. I I, I think this is going to work out. We'll, we'll find out in a year or two. Let let me go see them and a little bit more. And she's like, well, I was, one, I, 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 you don't get to go there. You can go to the same office. You better pick a different practitioner. And she's like, you know, you're right. We probably should not see the same medical doctor seeing the same dentist fine but you know at that point because you do end up because they'll ask you about your personal life to a certain extent yeah so you do end up talking a little bit and then when everybody's seeing everybody all of a sudden there's this transference in your friends
1: when you really shouldn't be right and and i will give i will give my practitioner a lot of credit she is very much in her notes she brings she is one of those that brings a laptop in as opposed to file folders, and that's just 2023, and I'm fine with that across the board.
0: That doesn't bother me. No, what no, no, What no, no, I no. like seeing is that you're, because mine, the, the computer's right there, and and when he comes in, it's, hey, how you doing? And he's reading. Right. He's reading the minutes from the last meeting, basically, and I, and I enjoy seeing that. He's refreshing his memory on me.
1: Well, and she, she also will sit down with me and go, okay, let me get your chart. I looked through it. I gave it a quick scan. Let's check point A, B, C, and D. And then she'll ask me a question, and she goes, don't ever take this as rude. I want to make sure everybody is on the same page. Your mother I'm treating for this. That's not you. And I said, that's correct. I'm not having that problem. I don't mind a double check, especially a public double check with me, because it may, yes, she's seeing a member of my family, but she is also, that could be, the last guy she just saw. Okay, the last guy has issues with his kidneys. Yeah, and this some of these people not. see... I mean, the amount
0: of patients these people oh, can course. see in a day is unreal.
1: 30, every 30 minutes, you could yeah. get a new person. If you work an eight-hour day, that's 16 people minus lunch. Yeah. That's a lot. But That's a lot. Anyway, there you go. That's going to be our first one
0: back. And uh, sorry we we appreciate everybody checking in before I say, sorry, we've been gone for so long. So many of you checked in and have stayed on Facebook and dealt with my love of memes. And I really appreciate it. I appreciate everybody that, that sent a message or checked in personally, those of you who know how to get in touch with us personally, but we're back. Doesn't mean we're not going to have a skip here and there.
1: Um, but we're going to try not to. Well, and and I will finish with this as you, as you're wrapping up. Um, we are going to do a reduced format in terms of time constraints and things of that nature for a couple of reasons. One, we know a lot of you guys could listen, have to listen in segments. Some can do it all the time because you're on the road. Kudos to you. Awesome. Appreciate it. Keep binging. We're glad to have you. But we know a lot of folks are dealing with phone calls at work. They have us on pieces and parts, and it could take a stretch to listen. For us, just being completely transparent, we have sat here... And we'll have a pause and then we force something out and it doesn't, we make it organic for us because we felt like we were so tied to a subject matter that when we reached what I call the pinnacle with it, it may have been 30, 35, 40 minutes. And then we're like, well, how do we transition from here? You guys don't know that from the editing process. I take care of a lot of that going forward. So instead, we're going to keep it in more of an organic feel. It'll still be random. There'll still be tangents. We had some of those even just in this episode. Uh, But if it's shorter, those are some reasons why. Because we want to make sure it's the best organic and not forced content for you guys.
0: Yeah, we're going to try not to be dicks.